If you've been keeping up with New Zealand's elections, there's been no shortage of policy announcements and promises from party leaders who are on the campaign trail. Earlier this week, the National Party proposed further sanctions for unemployed beneficiaries, whereas the New Zealand First Party wants to impose a two-year limit. Meanwhile, Green Party co-leader Marama Davidson says the policies from both parties are heartless. Joining me on Pacific Waves is social policy analyst from the Salvation Army, Ana Ika. Malo Ana, what was your reaction when you heard National promising sanctions? Yeah, look, um, I think from the Salvation Army's perspective, we're quite disappointed uh, to see um, yeah, these sanctions on uh, beneficiaries because the majority of the whānau that we support um, are beneficiaries or those who access welfare support. Um, I think that the, the biggest challenge is, is looking at those policies and then also seeing if, if there were other alternatives that they were providing around you know, addictions and mental health support um, and, and those weren't there. And so that, that's quite discouraging to see that there are sanctions being placed on beneficiaries and yet and the other avenues to be able to support them, those haven't been um, offered. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Lutzen says this policy is driven out of love and care. I mean, what what interesting choice of words for beneficiaries. I mean, what do you say to that? Yeah, I think um, in regards to nationals, both policies is that They've taken, they've provided, in their view, as a simple solution to quite a complex issue. Um, I think um, one thing that they, and just listening to, I guess, the narratives that they've been pushing around this policy, um, is that like a lot of the whānau that walk through our doors, um, they come through the doors with quite complex issues. Um, quite um, when we're looking at levels of addiction, when we're looking at mental health challenges, when we're looking at um, just other distresses that they're facing in their life, um, and so just being able to push them out into a job necessarily isn't isn't a solution. Um, and so we don't we in our view this is not a love and care um, this is not a policy driven out of love and care. If it was a policy that was driven out of love and care, then they would have provided alternatives um, as well to be able to provide support for the those on beneficiaries as opposed to just saying you need to get a job, get out. We know that um, you know, policy the nationals policy um talked about um, you know, the, the, the traffic light system and getting people coaches to work alongside them and engaging um community organizations and, and that's quite a good um that's quite a good area but that's just that's just a uh, I guess a, a small a small solution to try and address the big complex issue. So then what impacts will further sanctions or cap on benefits will have when it comes to child poverty, crime and other social issues? Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, the benef- uh, people that are on benefits are, the, you know, the poorest in our country. And um, we we do see the incentives um, that National um, and New Zealand First are trying to get people to work. Um, but the, the, the challenge is a lot of, um, a, a lot of, when we're looking at those that have been on job seeker for more than a year, those numbers, um, as a as a proportion wise, hasn't changed much in the last ten years. Um, it, it it has increased in regards to looking to raw numbers, um, but then if you're looking at the context of food prices, of housing prices, of petrol prices, um, th- those have bo- that those have increased dramatically, and so it's it's a given that we're going to see increase in the number of people that are on job seeker or trying to get financial support just because it doesn't match the current cost of living. We, we think um, that by sanctioning um, beneficiaries, particularly those that are job seekers, um, that if that this removes the problem in this area to try and push people to work, but it, it will create 
um, a problem in another area, whether that's through crime, whether that's through, um, you know, seeing um, more children in material hardship. Um, you know, we're thinking about Māori and Pacifica children. Our children are um, in three to four times the level of material hardship as compared to, you know, Asian and European children. And so we think um, these sanctions will perpetuate um, the hardship that those families on being a, on job seeker um, are facing. Do you think then when it comes to elections or even voting, there's a sense of exclusion? I mean, how does policies or politicians inspire confidence in the most vulnerable when, let's be real, all politicians are well paid? Yeah, I think um, I think there's there's an absolute disconnect when we like just just the, just the fact with this policy, if they had sat with those who are in welfare, if they had taken time to sit down with organisations like the Salvation Army, like other community organisations that are working with beneficiaries and actually understand um, the challenges and the issues that they're facing on a day to day basis, that means that they aren't able to get into jobs. Um, I think then then we would see a difference in regards to policies um, that are coming out from their parties. But the reality is they're only hearing one side of the story. And so we're getting these policies that actually on the ground makes absolutely no sense for the families that are coming through our doors. Um, and also what's challenging is because it's a campaign year and you know, you're, you're, you're wanting um, to put forward policies that, that would that most New Zealanders would, um, you know, would get alongside with. But the, I think the challenges, um, particularly now our work here at Salvation Army, is a lot of the challenges um, and a lot of the, the I guess, the, the founder that walks through our doors, their stories, and, you know, you, you never really hear them uh, in the media, you never really hear them portrayed, um, and so people don't necessarily understand the complexities. Um, and these complexities are getting worse as the cost of living and housing crisis continues. Any message or advice you want to send to our voters? Yeah, I mean, my, my encouragement to everyone is to get out there and vote and make sure that your voices are heard um, and don't um, think that, you know, one vote, you know, one vote doesn't count. I mean, it absolutely does count. And we live in a democratic society. And so we have, um, we have it's, it's a privilege for us to vote. It's not for many other countries. Um, and so just to be able to get out there and vote, particularly for our Pacifica communities, and um, to be able to make sure that their voices are heard by, you know, casting their vote on um, October the 14th.